0: To episode 2 of In the Dolls House. This week we're going to look into the eventful day that led to our little girls joining the world. We talk unexpected twists and turns and our plans don't always go the right way. We discuss what a father should pack to help during the lengthy birth period,
1: and we look back at those first precious moments we take the little baby back to our homes and how the first
0: weeks were. So grab a brew and come and join us in the doll's house. So Dean, week two, um, how have you been this week? Week two, week two indeed. So yes, uh, this week's been a good week. How about you? Yeah, all right.
1: Um, so we're going gone through a bit of a sleep regression at the moment. Um, so uh, our daughter's getting up in the middle of the night uh, quite regularly Um Although um, the, the the couple of nights that she slept through, the secret is feed a banana. So give them
0: a banana before they go to bed, and they sleep through. Uh, I'm going to I'm writing that down. Writing that down. now. give them a banana. Yeah, definitely. They go almost to bed. works instantly. Yeah. But yeah, when so she's coming down. So so with a baby, can I just put a banana next to her? <laughs> yeah, just like Will that work? Uh, it, could, it could do banana in the room. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like
1: a spider. <laughs> yeah. uh, they won't come in with it like a what they call a a, a conquer in the room. I think it is. Um. So yeah, so she, she's coming in with this. So the other night she was in with us sort of like half past two in the morning and she's definitely a middle class child because she's just thinking, going mummy i'm hungry i'd like a brioche and i was like she's no daughter of mine um so whilst <laughs> chocolate brioche or just just <laughs> just a just to stay at regular one to be honest with you. um so uh, yeah right um, yeah. my wife went down to, to get the brioche and then my daughter just rolled over like with a little gleam in her eye and she just went daddy i'm not hungry and i'm like you little tinker uh, so she knows exactly what she's doing. She's She's got us wrapped around her little finger. So yeah, it's all fun and games there. Um, what about yourself? Any big sort of changes this week?
0: Well, the, the first big one is we've put her down in her own bed tonight for the first night. It is tonight. So um, I have just heard her crying though. So my other half's obviously uh, gone and scooped her up. But um, yeah, we've put her down in her own bed for the first time. She went down really well, to be fair. Um, we were hoping to just get a few hours, maybe. Yeah, it's a huge milestone that. So if you can get that sleep pattern sorted
1: straight away, especially when you're moving over to the yeah. to, to in, into a room room. So yeah, fingers crossed. Like it's a it's a seamless kind of transition from. So she's in the, the what they call the next to me sort of crib is it at the moment, at the moment.
0: Yeah, so she's she's been in the next to me crib and um, that's worked really well. But she's getting to the point where she's outgrowing that yeah. now because they're obviously only so long, aren't they?
1: It's it's amazing how um, quickly these kind of um, like level
0: ups aren't they? Really, like in a computer game like level up, uh, level two. Oh, it's one. crazy. Yeah. So the the funniest one was like getting her own when we got her own from the hospital for the first time. We put her into the next to me crib and we were like, "This ain't going to work. It's way too big." <laughs>
1: yeah, um, almost kind of. And it was quiet. like,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was like putting a pencil on a, on an A3 piece of paper. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. So, uh, yeah. in the last pod, uh, then
1: we were talking about uh, essentially leading up to the big day. Uh, you know what our, our, your, sort of the birth plans were, and you know what to expect up to that point. So, I think we're pretty much up to the point on you know what actually happened on, on the, the days of delivery. So, can you remi- remember like what it was like when the, the the first signs were there, or
0: when you first kind of knew that right systems go. Well, I suppose there was a few things for us. I mean, um, we ended up going to the hospital and that's where we found out that my partner had gone into labour. But we went to the hospital because she didn't feel any movement for a little while. So we went to get her checked at the pregnancy assessment unit. Um, So we got there and um, they do their little scans and they uh, put you on the machine that checks the heart rate for a certain amount of time and things like that yeah. and checks for movement. So she's pressing the button to say every time she feels a movement, but while she was in there, she started to feel some tightenings. Um, so we spoke to one of the midwives in there and she said, yeah, I think, think you're going into labor God. and asked us what our plan was. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it was, it was a bit of a shock cause it was, it was a Sunday. I was just doing a bit of DIY, putting a, putting a cupboard together. Um, and, uh, I can't remember what time it was. It must have been about half seven-ish, seven, half seven. Okay. Um, um, and she said, yeah, I've not felt any movement for a while. I'm just going to phone the pregnancy assessment unit. So she did. Uh, we grabbed the bag just in case, because when you're getting close to the, the day it's supposed to happen on, then you want to make sure you've got everything anyway, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, grab the bag, um, put that in the car. Obviously put my partner in the car. <laughs> um, I've forgotten something. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, off we went. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're lucky because the the hospital literally five minutes away. Yeah. So So uh, yeah, it, it, it was uh, it was quite uh, interesting leading up to that. So yeah, uh, how about you? Uh, how what happened on the on the lead up? Did you have waters break at home, or did you uh, get to hospital, or what what was the
1: score? Yeah. So it's funny you say what was the score because I was watching the football. It was the it was the North London derby. It was a the Saturday. It was the Saturday evening kickoff, and like God bless her. You've got I've got to put a you know give her credit for the, the timing of it all because it the final whistle, she sort of comes in and said um, I think we wars are broke, and I'm like first things I just thought well I hope that's not on the carpet, <laughs> you know I hope it's not you know, <laughs> um, so yeah so we were all like okay right now what because. You, you see it in the movies when the waters break. It's all like panic stations. We've got to get in a taxi. We've got to try to get to the hospital. The baby's literally poking its head out, and it's it's not like that at all. It's almost it's, it's so it's more so, so. I don't know if serene's the right word because obviously it isn't. So we rang the hospital ex, pr, exactly the same. So yeah, the um, the water's broken. we were like yeah, okay, um, just uh, come along and we'll we'll check everything out. And I thought oh, she's really calm, which is great. I suppose you want that from an NHS nurse. You don't want to go oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> um, Get towels. Uh, yeah, if they're panicking, that's not not the best sign. <laughs> no, is it? So, so no. So we, should, we, we had to, as I said, yeah, we're, we're same boat. We're really, really close. We had to kind of drive through. Still have to pay for parking. Um, never mind. So yeah, we got there and they were like, um, yeah, waters are broke, but um, you know, it's a bit of a slow process. So come back again when you think you're about to um, give birth. And we're like, oh, okay then. So we were in for about I don't know forty five minutes and went back home again. So this was probably about 10, 11 o'clock on the Saturday night um so so how, how long were you at home for then before you went back again about it wasn't quite it's was about 20 hours 24 hours so the next evening so all night it was it was a really kind of well i personally for me it was a slow burner but i'm sure for rachel it was like it was agony so that that progressively got worse and worse over the, the course of that evening and throughout the sunday um i don't even think i had a roast <laughs> was that, was that uh, it was that bad exactly, you didn't uh, roast, yeah, it was that important want it was that yeah i think i got a chicken <laughs> but. So, yeah, about half six, seven o'clock, I think it got to the point where we were like, okay, um, you know, we'll, we'll go. So we had to, as you say, grab grab the bag and we kind of uh, made our way to the to the hospital. But even then, sort of thing, so when, you know, when we got to the hospital, because again, during lockdown, I had to kind of wait outside in the wait, not even a waiting, waiting room. It was in the corridor. Like, it sort of just sat there like a yeah. Yeah, twiddling my thumbs and we were like, okay, uh, Mr. Reading, you can come in. Um, so, yeah, so that, that was it then. So it was, um, yeah, but it, it was sort of 24 hours before it was it was real sort
0: of action, really. Um, so I, I like how you were sent home, and and you were the ones that were given the job of going right. When do we think this is a bit closer to? Yeah,
1: coming? exactly. Well, I suppose I the, like the yeah the, the obviously limited within the m- number of beds that they could have during COVID, so they can't have you there all night and yeah, like that. So yeah. the best place for everyone to be in is is to be at home, I think. So so yes, yeah, so we kind of drove back in, and and um, and luckily, like obviously during the winter, I don't think it was particularly like bad weather it might have been a bit like wet but you know my you know obviously when i get tell the story when my daughter's old and we'll be like yeah it was snowing six foot of snow we have to kind of get you there so we're in the hospital then um dean and um your you know things are starting to move then what was the what was the next stage for you so other than
0: give birth um so um (laughs) this is good actually I, i enjoyed this bit because they said that um we're going to take you around to uh, the labour ward now. So we had this lovely midwife that followed us the whole way through the process because we were we were told that we'd be able to have a C-section. Yeah. So that, that was what we'd planned to do. Um, for one reason or another, it was a, a planned C-section. Yeah. So um, we didn't know if it would be possible because obviously with it being early and um, it wasn't, planned for the time that we'd been given to go in no. you don't know if they can fit you in or not yeah. um it wasn't um, an emergency at this point right. so if they couldn't fit us in it would have been a, a natural birth yep so um we were sat in we were taken around to the labor ward we were sat in in a room in there and um the midwife was just running checks and getting us the things that we needed to wear to be able to go um, into the surgery place where they had their, yeah. that do the C-sections. Yeah. Um, and then this, uh, lady comes in really bubbly lady, really confident. Um, her name was Debs. I won't, won't ever forget yeah. her. And she said, right, I've got one on the table now. You're next up. <laughs> um, and that, that was literally how she said yeah. it. Um, so, um, she said, you'll be absolutely fine. We've done this loads and loads yeah. of times. Um, and then, uh, the midwife says, oh, we move in that quick. So, um, they said, yeah, we'll, we'll have, we'll have, um, we'll have her out before it's May. So this, we got gone in on Sunday and it was the, th- the 30th of April. Yeah. Um, and we got there at half seven to get these checks done. and um, we got taken round to the labor ward at about half 10, 11. Yeah. Um, and she was out that day. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was, it was quite a quick process. We had the, surgeon come in and he said I've done this thousands of times you don't need to worry this is a really standard procedure Um, I've got it basically and then we had an anaesthetist come in who basically explained uh, the spinal block to us and um, said if there's anything at all you need whilst you're in there or if you're feeling any kind of way you tell me and I will make it stop right um and she was incredible yeah. it it like her 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 job, but we'll we'll get on to that bit next, I suppose. do you think the surgeon um, even if it
1: the... uh, was their first night, they still say yeah, I've done this thousands of times because you don't want to uh, hello, I'm my... sure
0: it's probably in the manual yeah well, hello my yeah. name's
1: dr. Smith uh just like you know this is my first one, so uh we're all in this together. fingers <laughs> crossed I'll see you in the morning <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah um <laughs> yeah, good luck yeah. um and I hope I have some good luck too yeah <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I I mean, they genuinely fill you with confidence, yeah. which is really good, because obviously any time you're going to get sliced open, you want to be filled with confidence about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. They sort um, of
1: dehumanise it a little bit, don't yeah. they? Because they just put a bit of humour in it, because obviously that's your, your, most, stress- yeah. your most stressful put You know we're going to be in the hospital, really, um, and it's, you're going to be happy. So the fact they, they, they they're they so good um, at all levels, really, you know to be able to kind of put everybody at ease and just give you that kind of calming sort of environment for you to be able to give birth. I say you, uh, for your wife
0: to give birth. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a really important thing because obviously, especially if it's the first time you're going to give birth, yeah. then you don't know what to expect. No. Um, you can read about yeah. it and you can talk to other people about it, but obviously it's different for everybody, isn't it? So it's that that thing of, if you've got people around you that are saying that they're going to make everything okay and... It's it's all going to run smoothly. Yeah. That's that's going to put your mind at ease a little bit, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely the choice of language as well. I don't know. I, I definitely, I think I would definitely prefer the person who, who sort of comes round with things like um, "I've got one on the bed in your next, that sort of thing. I think you know, I definitely want,
0: um, yeah, you
1: know, that kind of side to it. I think.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely made things a bit easier um, because you just think, right? Well, yeah, they know what they're doing, and the the three people that we spoke to were three people that were in the room obviously when when it all happened yeah. but there were more people in the room than those three people yeah. there was quite quite a few people in the room if oh, i remember right yeah there's um, our story yeah.
1: is baffling with the amount of people that are kind of there
0: so um i mean how how did it go for you from getting to the hospital leading up to the actual point of birth so
1: Like, up to the the point of birth, it was so easy. Like, from my my point of view. So, we got there, got to the hospital, no problems. Got, like, parking. Just small things like getting a parking space. That was absolutely fine. Getting booked in, as it were. Uh, And then being, like, shown to the, the, the sort of, the birthing room and things. Absolutely no problems whatsoever. Um, You know, Rach was doing really, really well. Um, They were doing all the scans. And then they were coming in and doing these scans. So, So, the baby was really low. So, the 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 thing that struck me though is still how ha- how everything's still pretty traditional in their methods. So like their heart monitor was just like a it was on like a little um kind of not rope so much but this kind of strap that went round and kind of um, attached them in sort of two or three different buckles to kind of read the heartbeat. And it just seemed like pretty low tech, like but if it works, it works.
0: So they would kind of get it on. And- yeah, so it sounds like the the one they the the heart rate monitor they they put on my partner as yeah. well when we initially went in. Yeah. Um, just to check that everything was going okay, yeah. So so we were... Like, it works. If it works. Ex- well, it it works.
1: well, does it work? So <laughs> yeah. we, we, they were coming in and, and we, came, we can't quite get a decent reading. We, there's a faint flutter there, but, we, you know, there's no concern at this point. We're just quite low, so we'll just keep coming back in and, and making those readings. So at this point, I was happily jumping up and down on the kind of the medicine ball that they've got in there. Um, I, I even think it got to the point where we decided that she was going to have all the drugs and the, the chap had come in and, um, you know you know, giving the drugs to, the, you know, the painkillers and things like that. So uh, my wife was well on her way to being like, uh, you know, not necessarily away with the fairies, but she was definitely enjoying herself, uh, like rambling a little <laughs> bit. Um, so then and like another doctor sort of came in so for like a second opinion and then was trying to do a reading and then bang, just smash this button. And we were like, what the hell's going on? And they kind of like, as you said, all these members of staff that had, and like tens of nurses just come for I think one come from the ceiling, like smashed through the windows, like military precision. And they were like, right, we're a bit concerned, yeah. we can't get a reading, we're gonna have to kind of um, take another route with this, and uh, like whisked my wife away, and we were like, what the hell's going on? And they just left me there in this room, and they were like, right, you can put these scrubs on, we'll co- you know we'll come and get you in a minute, and I'm like R- that okay so literally this this was we'd been in the hospital now for three maybe four hours it's about off, about eleven o'clock at this point and and everything was getting so it well it's probably going too easy to be honest with you and that's why obviously it kind of just changed so we were there going right okay something's wrong here because they, they wouldn't just kind of press this this big emergency button and have all these nurses kind of take her away um so I was like right okay I've got to try and keep calm here because if I'm not calm then my wife's not calm and if my wife's not calm we're we're in danger zone here. Um, so yeah, so I to- that's
0: a that's a big challenge as massively. well because it, like if you've had that happen to you, your adrenaline levels are going to skyrocket. Yeah, aren't they? you 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 say so- your mind does wonder. You,
1: I think initially I wasn't really like if you ask me now, like or not. I don't think I was overly concerned because we were in the best place. Um, and uh, well, yeah, absolutely, yes, yeah, so, and they were so good at the jobs. It was and everything was, you know so quick the way they kind of took her away so it was like right okay so i had to put my scrubs on and then someone came to me and said right basically this the picture is we can't get a reading on the baby's heart or not enough for us to be happy with the situation so we're gonna have to go for uh, an emergency c-section and we were like right okay so we kind of walked us through to this theater theatre, and again we're hundreds of these nurses ever. i'll say hundreds probably not but there's loads of these nurses kind of gathered around <laughs> and there's my wife in the middle like with a sheet in front of her and her head poking out the top of it <laughs> i was like oh hello yeah uh yeah. Oh, you're right and there was there was like i don't know what his role it was like the the, the the head surgeon, not the head surgeon because he was by the head he was just like the chief doctor i think and he was there kind of um you know reassuring everybody and saying, you know putting us in It was absolutely fine and so yeah so we've we've gone from being in a, a really easy straightforward birth to to thinking right what is actually going on
0: um so yeah so so in the, the in it's, the theater, it's amazing how how quick things change yeah. and um and it, it's also when you look into it there's a lot of people that are going for a natural birth um and end up going for an emergency c-section for various different reasons yeah. Um, and it, it seems to be quite common. Yeah. Which is, I suppose, why the surgeons that perform C-sections are so good at their jobs. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> un- unbelievable. So so as I said, we were we were kind
1: of... Uh, you just don't know what's going on because you have this huge kind of like sheet up um, just about uh, yeah. my wife's sort of chest light. So he was just holding her hand and saying, it's absolutely fine. The only thing that was going through my mind, we just need to wait for the, the cry. That's what we were waiting for is the, the,
0: the tears and the cry from, from yeah. the baby. Because once you hear that, you know everything's absolutely fine so again you kind of and it's not actually that long is it from starting a c-section to the no no that's that's the thing we weren't it's quite quick uh,
1: yeah i I wouldn't have been able to there's absolutely no kind of concept of time at that point it it did seem pretty quick um but, but then you know we're just you know just waiting 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 and then yeah you hear that kind of sound and they're like right everything's fine um we're just gonna the nurse is just gonna have a look just give her the once over and we could kind of hear, yeah, everything was all right. So, yeah, no problem. So, then sort
0: of. C- c- I suppose for for you on on the other, because for me when when we went in, we were we had it explained to us the the whole process of the C section, right. Because they'd obviously got the time to do that before they went through yep. it. So they said it's going to be about ten minutes from starting the C section to the baby being out, yep. but then it's going to take forty five minutes to an hour to then get everything stitched up right. so that you can then go through into recovery sort of thing. But I'm guessing that you didn't get told all that no. if everything was a bit rushed. No, bit no, it wasn't. Emergency.
1: Yeah, so so it was rushed in the, in the in the way that it was quick. It wasn't, there wasn't kind of any panic in there. It was still a really, really calm situation to be in. Yeah. Um, and you kind of guessed that it wasn't too bad because I think just small things like the nurses on the outside were just kind of, Having a conversation, so if anything was new, if something bad was going to happen, they wouldn't be just having a chat, would they? So, so yeah, so my, my daughter was born, and then yeah. the, the dipping their biscuit in that exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so then I think it was the, the midwife who comes up to us said, right, um, uh, Mr. Reed, everything's fine with the baby. We're just going to take you now to uh, see your daughter for the first time. Um, what I do want you to know is we're going to walk you past your wife. Um, so if you cannot look over your shoulder, we're just putting her back together. Uh, and I'm like, right, okay. Um, oh, you got to have looked. I, Did you look? I, I didn't. And it was the biggest, like, it was the biggest. Re- uh, like uh, I wish I had. I really wish I'd just said, oh my God, there's your kidney. And, and I wish I had a look <laughs> over the shoulder because... Just you know, it's, uh, it's you know going through the, you know birth with your your loved one is the most amazing thing. But then to be able to say I've seen your kidney, um, I think
0: it takes it to <laughs> to another yeah. level. So yeah, so we kind of took Hold us on. around and just just chuck us a pen. I'll stick my initials on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chris was <we'll
1: see> <laughs> here. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, we uh, so yeah t- 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 the baby um, absolutely. Beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely no problems whatsoever. In fact, the, the first thing that came to my mind was, my God, do not she look like her uncle? Um, so I was a bit, a bit like, a bit concerned. Nice. And I'm sure Tom might listen to this. So it's, he knows exactly, you know, we've had this conversation before. So yeah, no, uh, you know, she looked a little bit like him. But but yeah, she was absolutely uh, smashing. Um, the only thing I didn't have to deal with was the, you know, the, the, the first Tari Poo thing, the meconium. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So we, I, I, I don't know if you dealt with that, but I, I'm sure we didn't. Uh, so I think it would between the birth and you know when the nurse was given to cleaning her up. I think it might have happened then. Um, so that was almost a right. So, yeah, innit?
0: we we did right. Yeah, we did. But I'll I'll tell you about that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, so we, we had the the um the you know I've got the, the uh, my daughter in my arms for the first time. And I don't know whether
0: you do this. Did you cut the umbilical cord?
1: No. No, I don't think I was given that option. No. We- I don't think. Because it was an emergency, uh, I don't right. think so. Or did I? Right. Okay. I can't remember. I think I was too busy kind of at the top end. Um So yeah, so we, we had it in my arms. And obviously, like, so rates still being put together. Like a bloody bionic woman. A bit like Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all these King's horses aren't going to put her together again. Um, They've got the hooves. Um, So, so yeah, so I was holding um, my daughter in in his arms for the first time and then randomly... I don't know if they do this for all of them, but the, the midwife come and put like a little a little knitted hat on it. And it was, it was just so, yeah, too, it was too big. Did. Yeah, that's right. I just thought it was a bit random, but I'm glad they do it. So yeah. We what colour was yours? Go, did you get a good colour? Uh, I think it was like a off-white, yellowy thing. Well, it definitely was by the time we finished. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'd win yeah, like had, had, had my arms and Rachel's kind of being put back together. But I can't remember it being 45 minutes it had been put, it might have been, it might well have been. Um, and then... Um, Oh, can happen then. We were just taken to like a waiting room
0: then. I think. Uh, and yeah, and then remember yeah, the so you got taken through to recovery then. Yeah, that's you? it. And it- where where you've got like a bunch of computers around, and you, your midwife's in there, and she's taking various readings yeah. and and tests both on the baby and your partner to make sure they're okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and then try to get them feeding straight were you, away. Yeah. Were you in your own room? Were you? So, yeah. Well, we went. We went through. So if we go from the start bit, I mean we we went through, uh, got told we were next on the table, got taken down. Um, I got put in a little waiting room. So we, we got our scrubs on and stuff. I got put in a little waiting room um, whilst my partner was taken through to have the spinal blocked up right. because you you're not allowed to be in the room when that happens. So um, yeah, I was I was in this little waiting room. And uh, there was a few people walking past, but at this point it was like really late at night, yeah. so it was it was really quiet in the hospital. And there was a few people walking past this waiting room, and this um, this one lady comes past and said, "Shouldn't you be in there?" And I was like, "Oh no, I'm just I'm just waiting." Um, and they said, "Well, what are you waiting for?" I said, "Well, because I'm I'm waiting for my daughter to be born." And they're like, oh, you've got the wrong colour hat on. I said, what what do you mean? So so what had happened when I was given my scrubs is I was given a pile of of clothes, essentially, and they say, get changed into them. So you just get changed into them. You don't ask any questions, do you? So it turned out they'd given me a hat that was a surgeon's hat. (laughs) So they'd given me a blue hat and uh, basically said that 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 was what you should be wearing. Um, well, they'd not said that. So this this person said, "Oh, you should be in there," and then they realised that I wasn't the surgeon. Right. Uh, they nipped off and uh, grabbed a white hat for me instead. So I, I put I put that on.
1: You know, um, you know what? That does answer a question yeah. really, because I wondered why I ended up doing an appendectomy. So I must have had the wrong hat on as well. <laughs> Hey, well, it's all
0: right. Wrong hat. Yeah. It's, it's all about hats in hospital. Not se- I mean, I love a good hat, but I mean. I've not seen my yeah, watch since, um, so maybe
1: there's somebody walking around that I've tried an appendectomy on and uh, they got me a wristwatch. Yeah.
0: So it's. Listen to their stomach and see if there's a ticking. <laughs> so so yeah. were
1: you there um, for the actual kind of. Did you make it in there for the delivery, you know, or did
0: that faulty ad? Admin- yeah, so um, after the after the spinal block had been done and I'd operated on somebody else, <laughs> in I went and. Um, yeah, I got in there and uh, they took me straight to the head end and the sheet was up like like, like it was for you. Yeah. Um, and I was very keen to look over the sheet. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see around it because of where it was on my partner. Right. And literally, the guy oper- the, the guy doing the, the surgery was so close to the edge of the sheet yeah. that I couldn't squeeze past yeah. without knocking it. <laughs> and I didn't think that was probably a good idea. Yeah, no, probably not. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, um, but what they, what so yeah, they, they did, they they operated. Um, the anaesthetist was amazing. So my partner said, oh, I'm starting to feel a bit shaky. She disappeared for like 20 seconds, came back and the shaking had stopped. Yeah. Then she said, I'm starting to feel a bit sick. She disappeared again for a little while and then came back and it had stopped. Right. Um, basically anything, she basically said to my partner, anything that you feel that you don't like the feel of, tell me and if I can do something about it I will um and she was she was brilliant um and she was just so efficient at her job it was it was crazy um but yeah we went through the process um and eventually the the baby out comes the baby um and my partner said it felt like her stomach was a washing machine (laughs) yeah the way it felt like the way it was being I suppose, pulled out and cut and moved in different directions because obviously they don't cut a, a massive, great big hole no. um, that's big enough to fit the baby out sideways. They cut the smallest hole possible yeah. and then pull the baby out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the the bit that was um, a bit scary was the waiting for the crying, yeah. which I'm sure it wasn't very long. And My partner says she didn't think it was very long at all. Yeah. But But um, it felt like quite a while to me. Yeah. And then you hear the crying and then all of a sudden things get very real and you're yeah. like, Wow, this is amazing. That's it then. And then you get past the baby. Yeah. But I didn't get past yeah. I didn't get past the baby straight yeah. away. So um what happened was um they obviously um took her, wrapped her up, um, they weigh them, don't they, straight yeah, away. Yeah. Um and then on our birth plan I'd put down I'd like to cut the umbilical cord. Right. So they bring me over to this um like it was, it, there was like a weighing scale type top. Yep. The baby weighing scales, um, like it was It was near there and there was a bit where they, they lay her down and they give you a pair of scissors. And I was like, oh, this is, so obviously they've got to have cut the umbilical cord before they get her over there. Otherwise it's going to be
1: yeah.
0: like 20 meters long because it was <laughs> the other side of the room. Yeah, they have to wind um, it back in but, again for the next one. <laughs> yeah, so, so what they do is they cut it long and clip it. Yeah um so they cut it long enough to give you a bit of a uh, bit of cord to cut essentially right. um so the midwife who who came with us like right the way through the whole journey was there with with me when I did that yeah. and she said she she said I'll give you these scissors and they were like the medical scissors that you get in first aid kits right. and she said you can cut just there so she she sort of pointed where to cut and she held the top bit and I cut through it cool. it was really tough yeah really tough and grisly um, so I cut it and then blood sprayed all up my arm oh no nice. because <laughs> obviously there must have still been some blood in the in the umbilical cord yeah. from um above where they'd clipped it yeah so then I get to get to hold her for the first time which is obviously yeah. one of the most incredible things ever did you do the Lion King thing the I I didn't no. I missed an opportunity there yeah I think I think um, everyone thinks about it but wasn't wasn't top of my uh, yeah. thought priorities <laughs> no, to be fair no me neither um and then i took her over to my partner and held her next to my partner so she could see her but obviously she was being stitched up so she had to wait like a good 45 minutes to actually get to hold her properly yeah um yeah so um i think she was just really excited to hold her but obviously couldn't yet no and we got a lovely knitted orange hat there you
1: go Uh, so she Um, wasn't doing any surgery which, which
0: was great no, she wasn't the only so, so surgery. I'm not sure I, what the orange ones are for. I think Might be clean, yeah, it's not sure.
1: It's come up with a mop and broom. Yeah. um So I think yeah. when they're going through, like being put back together again, I might be wrong in this, but don't they check all like the organs and stuff just to make sure everything's all right when they put them back together again? So that's when like, you know-
0: I'm not 100% sure. So that's when,
1: you know, they offered me to kind of walk past. They were saying, right, we're going to just put them back together, but they just check everything over, just make sure everything's all right. They didn't kind of clip anything on the way.
0: I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I guess they would do all of the necessary checks that they needed to do yeah. to make sure that uh, the mum is healthy because yeah. that's the last yeah, thing you and want, And not it? it's An made, unhealthy mum after... Yeah,
1: major surgery as
0: well, isn't it, at the end of the day? Uh, oh, yeah, it is. Any, anything where you're getting cut open, especially a decent-sized hole, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, yeah. it is uh, It is major surgery. And I think it's it's obviously very daunting for somebody to go through that yeah. and then come out the other end, and then the recovery process of it is... Isn't quick, is no, it? No, no, it's unbelievable. Like it's a
1: so yeah. So what what sort of time do you think your daughter was born? Then do you know?
0: Uh, ten to midnight. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, so yeah, just, it was, yeah. Uh, ten to midnight on the thirtieth of April. Okay, so yeah, yeah ours was. Um, she was about half past midnight, I think.
1: Um, so you know, look at it. So the moment from, and I even think at half past midnight, that's when we were in the the that kind of recovery room. So it shows you how quickly it was between you know from. Everything being all right, and me jumping up and down on a on a, like one of those big space ball things, and, and, my, and my wife being off her tits on <laughs> whatever medication she gave to us. Yeah. Being parents, like it was, it was so quick. Um. So, well,
0: I mean one one of the things that we looked at earlier, um, before we re- started recording, um, I was saying to my partner, how how long was it between like um the the actual start of the surgery to Uh, baby arriving and she said, well, it can't have been that long. She says, hang on, I've got a few photos. So we flipped back through her phone. because obviously whilst you're in there, you get told to take as many photos as you like. Yeah. So we got loads of photos um, of like when she was first born and everything. And I took a selfie in my blue hat and a selfie in my white (laughs) hat um, before I got taken through into the room. But that was probably about five minutes before I got taken through into the room. And the, the distance between that photograph and the first photograph of her after she'd come out was 15 minutes wow. Mad, isn't it? in total. Yeah. So when you think about it, it's it's probably a, a, a maximum of about 10 minutes mm. from starting the surgery to um, the baby being out. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's unbelievable. In a lot of cases. So, so what was your bit like when you went into the recovery then? Was uh, was it all smooth at that point? Yeah. Was, did everything feel a bit more relaxed and calm at that point? Well, because I'm guessing your wife would have been a bit worried up until the mm. point of the baby coming out, because obviously being whipped away. Yeah.
1: So she was obviously exhausted yeah. um, and like in a bit of pain, um, and obviously couldn't hold her daughter. So is it, is is well, in the end of the day, you, you can say it's quite tranquil and quite calming, but then you've got a like a, a ten minute old baby there. And yeah, so it yeah. was, yeah, I've got pictures of me holding and olden- for the first time, like as if, oh my God, I'm going to drop it. It looks so awkward. I do look so awkward. Um, You know, maybe we can put that picture on the socials as well. So yeah, look really, really awkward old enough. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I managed to... I think, I think though no, you are right. When you, when you first hold them for the first time, it's probably the most careful you have ever been with holding anything in your life. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, no, we just Just because
0: a- you're like fragile.
1: Yeah, now we just throw her around yeah. she's made a like a balsa water or something. But no, yeah <coughs> Yeah. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> saying but but yeah it was it was weird. We were the only uh I think we were the only I'm sure there might have been one other. I think there was somebody moaning there. I'm sure there was. Uh but yeah I just remember like getting uh and to go to the fridge and getting sort of the I think they've got some um what they call it making a, a formula up and feeding her for the first time whilst we were still there. So I had me 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 uh, scrubs on uh so yeah so it was yeah about half past midnight this was um but obviously because of lockdown then this is um you know leads on to the 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 next question then so what was it like for you um you know after birth and 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 talk us through what you had with you just to make that kind of time period uh manageable so you've had the baby baby's delivered what kind of happened next and how did you kind of
0: pass the time so we were in for a little while because after you've had a C-section, you're not going to go home as quick, are you? Yeah. So both of us would have spent a little while in hospital afterwards. Um, it's hard to uh, get back home to pick anything up, so it's always best to have a, a good chunk of stuff packed, isn't yeah. it? Um, so you've you've got things, got things that you need. Um, I mean, you spend most of your time just staring or holding. The, your, your new child yeah. that's just arrived. Um so your time's taken up by that most of the time. Yeah. Um I mean I suppose my big bit of advice is check what the the rooms have got in that you're gonna go into afterwards. Because for me to sleep, I had a plastic chair. Oh god. Like a plastic you know, like plastic school chairs. Yeah. Um and one side of it wasn't even attached to the legs properly. Oh nice. So it was it was the most uncomfortable um thing ever. I mean, I can't really talk about being uncomfortable after my partner's just <laughs> had a C section. No. But at the same time, like you both need some sleep. I mean, they obviously need a lot more sleep than you do mm. after what they've been through. But at the same time, you you need to be that that person that's gonna do the main caring to start off with yeah. because they're gonna need to get their energy back up and, and just get back to like full health and stuff. I think that's the easiest um, way to simultaneously annoy um, three or four women at the same time is when you're
1: in like that situation in that room um, and you turn around to nurse and say, have you got uh, anything else for this chair? It's a bit uncomfortable. And they'll all just turn around and just look at <laughs> you like that. Um, but like a mate of mine- yeah, eyes rolling. I make mine just uh, he's back in Dubai, he's just um, uh, giving birth. Um, and he, uh, sent me a picture of, of this the setup and he had a, like a full on bed as well. So he had like, um,
0: oh, like man. a yeah, sofa bed. That's what you want. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. I mean, my partner just said, oh, it's okay. Lay on the bed next to me. Mm-hmm. But they are, I mean, they're slightly bigger than the single beds, aren't they? Hospital beds. Yeah. But I mean, straight away, I was like, I can't do that because what if I move and like knock where you've, you've been cut open <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not... I just don't want to make things worse for you at all. Yeah. Or if I move in the night, which makes you move a little bit, that makes you a bit sore and stuff. Yeah, kick her off the bed. <laughs> um, I mean, the the one thing I did do is um, we had to come home because we've got a cat. So we came home to feed, the, well, I came home to feed the cat yeah. very briefly. Whilst I was at home, I've got like a, a camping mat yeah. um, that's one of those sponge ones that self inflate. Yeah, I've got one of them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, And I picked that up because I knew we were going to be in for another night and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to grab a sleeping bag and I'm just going to kip on the floor Um, because that's more comfortable than trying to sleep on a chair. And even though people were coming in through the night to do our observations and stuff, um, none of them stood on my head. So, I I mean, I suppose that's a bonus. Yeah, They they put Um, put a flashing
1: light on your forehead or they give you another app They glowed glowed in the dark. (laughs)
0: yeah so so on the on the way back to the hospital I just grabbed a few road cones <laughs> and uh, put one in each corner of where I was sleeping yeah, I put, yeah, I slept a um, it, yeah Yeah, but I think I think like that's probably the main thing that you need the other thing you need really is to know where in the bag everything is that your partner might need right yeah that that's kind of important yeah. and just to make sure that they're comfortable the whole time yeah Um. I mean what did you take with you well did you take anything that was a bit fun, a bit different? No, I didn't. I didn't actually take anything because
1: I knew that I wasn't going to be allowed to stay for very long because, because of lockdown. So from um, giving birth, I reckon, so if we gave birth at around quarter past midnight, I think, I might be wrong. I reckon I was home for half one. So I couldn't stay for, a, around very long. I think so I couldn't stay at all? No, so I was able to, to to feed my daughter for the first time and just hang around a little bit. But once she, you know, everyone was like comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had to go. I had to get back, uh, get me clothes. I back mean, on. that
0: that must have been hard on everybody. Yeah, not easy. Obviously, your, your partner can't even sit up yet. Yeah? No. Not not on her own anyway. No. Not without the support of the bed moving up. Yeah. So how do, how did that work for her? Because like, I know with my partner, I was doing a lot of the if if she needed picking up, I would I would pick my daughter up. Yeah to take her to my partner to, to feed and I'd give her a bottle and things like that. So we were we were really sort of sharing what needed doing. Yeah. But obviously, if you're left there on your own, that must have been really hard. She she would have had a
1: button. I think she had a button. So if you press the button and a nurse will come in and give you a hand?
0: I think. Okay, so they they were really well staffed.
1: Though. Yeah, they would have had to be because they, they know uh, the situation. I, I, I presume they put all the C-section mothers together. They must do. Um, I, I I don't know. So yeah, yeah she I put, think kind the, of ward.
0: the ward that we were on, the ward that we were on, there was I think there was five or six beds, and they were all yeah. um, all people that had C sections. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I remember kind of
0: um, ringing us at some point, point. Um,
1: and like I, she was even then, we thought we just fast asleep. Um, I think there was crying babies in the background, but yeah. So I was I was I was home uh, that night, and then I could go back in again. I don't know how long I could have gone home for
0: either. I wasn't there for I couldn't go much
1: in the day, neither the next day.
0: Um, I suppose during Covid there was quite a lot of restrictions yeah. wasn't there so you'll you'll get a different experience system, Yeah, though, I st- suppose, yeah but, yeah be nice.
1: completely different so so yeah so I went back in the next day um, and uh, yeah so you know I was able to kind of feed her again and see make sure I think I could go back with some more stuff for my wife as well just make sure like a, you know a change of clothes and that sort of thing We make sure she got
0: everything she needed yeah
1: and then again i couldn't stay that night either so um i I went and had a bargain bucket from the kfc um uh so yeah swings roundabouts um so yeah so make
0: sure your energy levels are up
1: exactly you know it's been a tough day for me
0: yeah
1: um so so yes it was really difficult like both days having to leave uh you know my wife and now my my
0: newborn (laughs) So I suppose the best bit for you then was the actual bit where you, you first got them home because then yeah. you could spend your first bit of time, proper time together as a family.
1: Exactly that. So so that would have been the Tuesday, I think. So we just stayed in that night, next night. Yeah, so Tuesday would have been when we got the, um, you know, that awkward moment where we have to put the baby in the, 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 the seat for the first time and then carry her through and then put her in the back of the car. There's a lot of learning, isn't there? Yeah, it's, and everything there's, everything... there's a lot of... Yeah, Everything's learned by doing as well. It's not like, well, we'll practice because you can't really. I suppose you can practice putting the car seat in the back of the car, but when you've got like the most fragile little thing in the world in the car seat, yeah, you've got to try and get that right. But and then again, thank thank whoever to you know that we're so close that like it was only sort of drive around the corner, but yeah, um, definitely remember that moment. I, you know, you put the the baby seat in the middle of your living room and be like, right, okay, now what? Huge, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> We've got to get this uh, this seat base into the car. Yeah. So that that's your first job, isn't it? And then you check your seat fits on it, make sure you both know how to use it. Yeah. Um, and none of them ever work exactly how you would expect them to. No. This is something I've found out with things for babies in general. Yeah. Whenever you're putting anything together that's like, the simplest of things like a seat, it doesn't go together in the most logical way at all. It's the most illogical way of things yeah. well, I, going together. Well, I think
1: I've got the is it undiagnosed adult ADHD. So I can't follow instructions at the best of times. Um, so it's fair, that's why I don't write, put any furniture together or anything like that. Because um, I'm fairly
0: useless. Yeah. to that sort of thing. So, it, I mean, one of the things that um, that I found really interesting was the whole everything you're doing, you're doing for the first time. Yeah. And it's all it's all really new and... Although you've read about it and you might have even practiced some things, like at home, like one of the things my partner got me to do, which was hilarious, was she was like, you've never put a nappy on before, have you? I was like, no, they don't fit me. But um, I I thought, I thought she said, right, here you go, have a teddy, try and put a nappy on a teddy. I was like, oh, this is easy. So easy. Um, Teddies don't move, do they? No. I mean... It, it it makes it much harder when you're coming to put a nappy on a baby for the first time. Yeah. And to be fair, when we were in the hospital and um, we'd just gone up onto the ward, um, that was when our little girl had her first poo. Right. And the uh, midwife that had followed us right the way through said to me, have you, have you changed a nappy before? And I was like... Uh, no, not we've not got any other children, and I've not we we've not really got any young children in the family that I'd been around to do anything like yeah. that. So she said, "Do you want me to do it with you so so I can show you how to do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be amazing." She was just so they, yeah. like they were, everyone was just so Sorry helpful, help which is Sorry really good. Cool. But then when you get home, obviously they're not all there anymore, are they? Yeah. Where, where's um, that but my press? And down. you've got to work a lot out for yourself. Yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah. The first
1: time you do it, you think, right, okay, it, it, you know, let's try to put it on a book-a-roo. Uh And you're definitely going to put knuckles in bits. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so so now we're at the point then where um, your life is now changed. Um, did you get the, so just as you were leaving the hospital, just one more about that, did you get the obligatory sort of photo from behind you carrying the, um, the, the, the
0: seat with the, your child in? Do you know what? I don't even remember. I don't know if I, I can't remember whether we did or not. I remember I started walking off down the corridor and my partner was like, you're going to have to slow down a bit. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, <laughs> you've just had major surgery yeah. in your stomach. I, I, you're not moving very quick, are was you? exactly the same. I'm not a quick walker anyway,
1: but uh, I think, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely quicker than someone who's just had major surgery and a human
0: pulled out of them. I reckon I could beat them in a race. Yeah. All I was thinking was... Um, Get the baby in the car seat. Get the car seat in the car with the baby in it, so they don't get too cold. Yeah. because it's it's nice and warm on the on the wards, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but as soon as you get into the corridors, it's much colder. Yeah, and we would we thinking, were December get, get as get well. get her in the car. Yeah, get her home, and then it'll be it'll be a bit easier from that point onwards. But
1: what was that, um, that? What was that car journey home like? What was it like driving home for you for with
0: the little in the back? In, and- um, I mean, that was the first time I'd ever driven with anything quite so precious yeah <laughs> um in the car. So I didn't I, I was driving quite slowly. Yeah. Um but in all fairness it was it well, what time would it have been? It was I think we got we left the hospital. It was around tea time mm. a few days later. Yeah. Um the traffic wasn't that bad. Um I think it might have just been after the tea time rush. Right. So I think that the traffic had died down a bit. And um, yeah, it was it, the the drive home was all right, but when when we come onto the estate that we live on, um, there's speed bumps. Oh God! So that was that. That obviously wasn't the most pleasant for for my partner because I, I was trying to go over them as slow as I possibly could yeah. because the last thing I wanted was a bit of a jerky movement. Yeah. Um, and we have to do there's what there's four speed bumps in total to get from. Uh, the edge of the the sort of the estate to where our house is. Yeah. Um So yeah, it it was a slow drive. Is probably the best way of putting it. We
1: we um, the road we lived on was was pretty it's pretty sketchy and pretty awful. Awesome. So many potholes. So there. so it was exactly that. You kind of like my wife felt every single pothole that you kind of went over, and it was like I'm so sorry. We're literally sort of doing ten miles an hour all the way home. Um. Yeah
0: so so and that then when you get when you get home as well who do you help out the car first uh there's that there's that bit to think about isn't oh,
1: there. oh yeah oh i can't i literally cannot remember do i think i'm I, I, the gentleman inside of me would would go towards yeah i'd definitely help my wife first but the child inside of me was probably like No we'll get the baby first actually this would be pretty cool <laughs> we lived in a we lived in a flat or like an apartment. So we had to obviously go through the the main front door and then straight up a set of stairs. So that, that, that must have oh been God. that. Yeah, I tried to, I think I kind of just left Rach to, to get up there in her own, not in her own time sort
0: of thing, but I tried to help as much as, much as I can. And, uh, and I d- yeah, you've got all the bags and a baby. Yeah. And you're trying to help somebody up. You need an escalator. Yeah. That's what you
1: needed. Well, it did escalate, yeah. mate. Don't worry about it. It, did, it definitely escalated. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, think we were, I don't know if the dog yeah, was there as well. We might have had the dog. Um, you know, he was keen as mustard. But yeah, but yeah I, I think that, that, you know, we're at that point now where it all kind of, that's it, now you're a dad and there's no going back.
0: Yeah. And I think I think probably one of the best bits as well is, is when you get home and you just start working everything out together. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it's you you've got to work together. Mm. It's really important isn't it because there's a lot to do. And also no matter whether the, uh, your partner's had a natural birth or a C-section, it's there's still going to be recovery time and there's still going to be time where you're doing a lot to help them yeah. as well as helping to look after your newborn and you've got a house to think about as well yeah. to make sure that everything's clean and tidy. Um and you don't... I mean, not everybody gets a huge amount of paternity leave, do they? I mean, I know we're both in the same profession, so yeah. we're both going to have ended up having roughly the same amount. Yeah. So I was quite lucky in that I had two bank holidays fall within my paternity leave, yeah. which meant that I got two additional days at the end because the bank holidays don't count. So I got really lucky with that. Um, and that was thanks to... Um, royalty really yeah. I mean I've not sent them a letter to say thanks personally well, exactly. yeah yeah that, um that's what those bank holidays are for but yeah I mean did you did you get the two weeks as well
1: yeah so so I think I got the two weeks but I wasn't as I say we're still in lockdown anyway so I was 100% working from home so even oh. when yeah even when um like I was back to work it was all remote and um i try not to give too much away but each session that we were working essentially was three hours long so and then sort of there would be times where I, I wasn't necessarily needed to do my work so i had those three hours so i had quite a big periods of time in the day to be able to you know help out and things like that and so i think actually that was a bit of a blessing in disguise and also the fact that it was i think our my, my my maternity leave paternity leave led up to the Christmas holidays as well so I I had I had the longest paternity it was like four weeks oh that worked yeah it was like, like again yeah. the timing was perfect so not only did she give birth just after the game of football um she also gave birth just before like <laughs> the uh, the paternity leave led into the the, the Christmas time off so oh, I tell you
0: it was almost like we planned it see yeah <laughs> almost like you planned it yeah I mean for for me it was. It was very different because although I got a bit longer than what I should have had because there was two bank holidays, so I got an extra couple of days. Um it just doesn't feel like long enough. No, it's it's never gonna be long enough. Not not just because you're wanting to spend time with your, your new daughter that's that's amazing and you're you're getting to spend all this new time with and like learning things about each other and and learning things together along with your partner as well. It's just When, by the time I went back to work, I don't think my partner was quite ready for that because she'd had a C-section. No way. Um, And yeah, it it meant that I was leaving her. I mean, luckily we had some family that came to help when I went back to work, but it meant that I was leaving her for like an entire, like a normal working day. Mm. Um, And in that time, she still couldn't really pick her daughter up properly. Because she still hadn't recovered enough from the C-section, because it took her quite a while to recover. Yeah, it's a
1: long, it's a long um, period. But like, so, so with this one, I've, so I've got a new, I'll be starting a new job in uh, after Easter, and I had to really kind of push my course to try and get any time off at all. Uh, but they've been really supportive, and they are offering me the full, the full two weeks, which is great. But as I said, it's, I don't know what it's going to be horrible to like, that first Monday morning going back, going back into go back into work. Um, you know, knowing that. You know, my wife's going to, you know, I, th- I believe we gonna have a C-section again. So going through the same pain and things like that, it's going to be difficult yeah. for her. I mean, I,
0: one one thing I would say is this time round, because obviously last time round, it was a bit different because she got to work from home and stuff afterwards. Mm. One thing I would say is this time round, just completely switch off from it. Yeah, Don't, don't. Answer text messages or WhatsApp messages, or even check your emails or anything. Like when you're on that paternity leave, you were on that yeah. paternity leave. Yeah, turn the emails off. Just leave an out of the office type email response that yeah. goes out for for people because it's it's not. I mean, so in some professions you get much longer, don't mm. you? I mean, I remember the health visitor coming round. Uh, I think it was the ten day visit, and she'd just come from um, somebody else. And their partner had got three months. Wow. I thought, oh God, that'd be amazing. Having yeah. have managing to have three months of paternity leave. And that was just, she said, that was just what they got for the place that he worked at. Yeah. So it is very different depending on your profession. Yeah. And I think if you are in a profession where you get a longer period of time, that's definitely... A, a really positive thing, and I think it should be something that more employers do. Really, yeah. I think I think the laws um, are
1: beginning to change a little bit. Um, they've just changed it that you don't have to have two consecutive weeks anymore. You can take um, you can take it whenever you want to. So we're there then. So we we've gone through the birth process. Uh, we've talked about um, you know the, the ups and downs and the changes of scenarios and your plans going out the window, and we're now fully fledged fathers for the first time. Um so yeah w- w- episode number 2 so hopefully um you've uh, you've enjoyed us rambling on about uh, our um our delivery process yeah we've talked for quite a while haven't well,
0: we yeah it's a long one this one so yeah oh, oh, t- it's, i mean when you when you get into it though it's um it's a fascinating process and if you if you're listening to this and you've not gone through it yet i'm sure that Obviously, you will have heard some stuff that will be really helpful, mm. but your process might be a bit different to ours as well. Yeah, completely different. So completely. it's the sort of thing that if you've if you've had a interesting time with it, do post on our socials yeah. and um, tell us tell us what you've been up to as well, because we're always really interested to hear it. So
1: if you'd like to keep up to date with what's going on in the Doll's House, please have a look at our Instagram page, which is in the Doll's House pod. And there's an underscore after each word. So in underscore the underscore dolls underscore house underscore pod. And you'll be able to see regular updates from us in the Doll's House. Uh, Next week, we'll go through what it's actually like to be a father in those first uh, couple of days. uh, What kind of equipment have we bought? What would we recommend? What would we recommend you maybe staying clear of? So again, hope to see you again and join us in the doll cells.